There you go. Oh, we're on. Okay. <laughs> That's how you start it. <laughs> look, at, look at this bullshit right here. A headache relief hat. Okay, I'm ready. You go. You're ready. Yeah. Who I'm, are I'm we? I'm finally ready. Um, everybody, <laughs> welcome back. This is Tequila Chronicles. Episode, eh, whatever the hell it is. Um, we're your host today. I'm Jason, and this is... I'm Byron. Um, so, this is the second podcast we've done today, and neither of us have eaten a whole lot. We've been drinking pretty heavily, and we're waiting on a pizza to show up, so hopefully uh, hopefully we don't slaughter too bad. So, so, what's on your list over there? Well, you know... You know, everybody knows that listens to us. We are heavy, heavy into music, and we always talk about who we've listened to and the, and the shows that we've gone to, and you know, just amazing things. And you and I have talked about bands that we'll never get to see. That I, I, I and, and can't. I, I know I do this to you all the time. Stop you because no, that's I, I have short term memory. But there is a band that was, has been recently added to my list. Yeah. Because last week. Is that where you were going? No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, but it, it kind of falls into where Chris, I'm going with yeah, it. Yeah, Christine McVie uh, died last week. So, yeah, I was old enough to probably go see uh, a Fleetwood Mac concert, and I never did. Yeah, I never got to see Fleetwood Mac. And that... Um, their their playlist goes on forever. Well, they were around forever, man. Yeah. They, I mean, they've had amazing, amazing amount of hits. And so, you know, we'll we'll start out giving a shout out to Fleetwood Mac. And um, sorry for the loss on that. But damn, y'all so, cranked out some amazing hits. So, amazing and, hits. and of course, you know, me being the Nirvana fan and we're Foo Fighter fans, I am. If you haven't ever seen Sound City, um, it's based on the old school soundboard, and one of the first ones to record was uh, was a uh, Lindsey Buckingham and uh, Stevie Nicks, and then the, that's how basically Fleetwood Mac was formed, because Mick Fleetwood knew mm-hmm. the uh, I don't know the owners, the manager, and they were looking for different you know to add to the group and. That's how we got Fleetwood Mac. Uh, so that's a neat little story. Um, and you know, Stevie Nicks, when she came around and she started putting her vocals into it, man, the band went from good to great. Well, and 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 I think that's somebody when we were talking guitarist, you you got to put Lindsey Buckingham on there too. Yeah, I ain't saying he's a top ten. I think there's different categories, but you got to appreciate him. It's always solid performance and always solid guitar. It's different. Yeah, it's different, different, but it's it's always solid and consistent, and that that goes all that goes a long way, man. Yeah, yeah, it really does. But you know that falls into the line of. The question I got for you. All right. So the question I have Did is... I, should I have studied? No, but I think it's going to catch you off guard okay. a little bit. Okay, I'm ready. So in our lifetime... Okay. In our lifetime, who do you consider the biggest loss in the music industry? We've lost a lot of people in our lifetime. Now, I mean, I'm sure there's people behind the scenes... Sure, yeah. That, you know, I probably don't know their names that, you know, I mean, like I was just talking about, if there was no Sound City, what would Fleetwood Mac, what would Nirvana look like, what would all the, Tom Petty did a lot. Just about everybody on the West Coast that came out of the West Coast was there in Sound City. Right, so so it it could be a producer, it could be, um, I mean, simple as a a person that started at the very bottom as a janitor and went up there's that's part of the story but if you want to say as far as you know face of music mm, that's a that's a good question um i would say i think when people die it 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 people uh, entertainers, I should say, they. I think they dig a little deeper, or they want to honor those that pass, and they want and they bring their music back. And uh, 
you know, there's like, I don't know. I mean, I want to say Michael Jackson and Prince, you know. Those were my top two. Yeah. Those were my top two. But if I had to pick one of the two, I'm I'm going to go Prince because yeah. Michael Jackson's highly influential in, in, in pop music world. Whereas Prince, also highly influential in the pop music world, but his writing to multiple, multiple other artists. He wrote so many songs that not many people know about. I mean, he's written songs for Sinead O'Connor, Four Non Blondes. I mean, all right. So, <clears throat> sorry, I had to take a tequila break. Yeah, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's okay. Well, speaking of tequila, would you like to do a shot, Byron? Yeah. All yeah. right. So let's let's go ahead and do our uh, podcast annual shot. Yeah. Is it annual? Weekly. Yeah. Minute. Yeah. I wish we drink tequila, bitches. <laughs> Ugh. 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 Ah. But, like I was saying, what Pr- Prince has written music for people. Yeah, he's written he's written music for so many artists, and I just I, I tell you, everybody, get out there and deep dive a little bit on writers. Uh, yeah, on the writers of the music, you'll be surprised Sorry. at some of the people that have written music. A lot of the singers uh, from the eighties. Especially in, in R&B, hip-hop. A lot of those guys have moved on to writing and have written tons of songs. Yeah. Babyface. Yeah, Babyface has always been a big writer. I mean, if you look at his writing credits, I mean, it's just song after song after song. Like, yeah. Damn, I didn't know he wrote that. Yeah, check it out. It's worth looking into. But you were talking about death. And um, I don't... <laughs> As Jason Lip sings Highway to Hell. Yeah, we're talking about death and yeah. playing Highway to Hell. So, <laughs> I, I have some people might think this is insensitive for me to say, but I I think when an entertainer that you haven't heard from in thirty years and they pass, and people use the term, she'll be missed. Well, wait a minute. Have you been, has she produced, he or she produced for the last 30 years a song or whatever? Have you contribute to their charities? Have you, have you bought their albums? Whereas in, yes, I'm being a little biased here. When Taylor passed, he's going to be missed. There was, there was a concert, a, a tour coming out. Right. And it went away. So not only are are we going to miss the true Foo Fighters, but him as an entertainer and all of his and Dave's shenanigans that make that, and I get it, I get it. Yes, he's this, but to me, <clears throat> missing somebody, they, they're going to truly be missed as in the sense of they're doing something now for us. Right, and if a person who's been retired for fifty, sixty years, no, any death to me, no matter who you are, what you do, um, I think. I mean, it's life. It breaks my heart that death happens, but I just, I just don't understand these people that jump on this bandwagon of I'm, I was the biggest insert artist name here. Well, when was the last time you played their music? You know. <clears throat> and uh, cause I was a, I was a big Van Halen fan, and when Eddie passed away, the local rock state or the local station Simon, who plays yeah. anything, they played Van Halen songs for the rest of the day. I thought that, that was cool. Awesome. I thought that was cool. Did did was I sad that he passed away? Yes, as a human being, as a father, as a husband i don't know if that he was still married at the time but as a guitarist that was still going I, he hadn't put out anything um i was the biggest fan i feel like in the 80s of his but i wasn't listening to his music at the time if, if do you understand what i'm saying i get what you're saying but he but but he was on your not 
everyday playlist, but he's on your continual playlist. Like, when it comes on, it, it, it brings back the nostalgic of me being in uh, <clears throat> Kansas City with yeah. my buddy Justin, who's out in California. He's the one that turned me on to just a simple thing as a Walkman and cassette tape. So, you know, Eddie Van Halen is a part of my life because he's the one that really got things going musically. But to to say, like, I'm really going to miss him, you can't say that because he wasn't producing anything. Mm. Really, you know what? You see, you see the I, line I see I'm walking? I, I see what you're saying, but respectfully, I, I disagree with you. Yeah. I, I respectfully disagree with you because there's bands that I listen to and, you know, I don't listen to them on a regular basis. And then take, for instance... Meatloaf. Yeah. You know, he passed away. Yeah. Absolutely love Meatloaf. Had he put out anything recently? No, he hasn't put out anything in a long time, but he's going to fall in under the category of somebody that I'll never get to see. So, yes. Yeah, right. I, I am going to get to I, see. Now, that's a, different, that's a different perspective of it. Right. Where, to me, since I'm on the Eddie Van Halen thing... I was never going to see the full David Lee Roth, Eddie Van Halen, Michael sure, Anthony, yeah. Alex Van Halen band again. But here's here's the the flip side of me saying he's going to be missed. I don't understand it. Is like I said, that radio station started playing Van Halen music and taking me back and brought back some good memories. Though that's you? what it is. It yes. wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't Ed. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to miss him, seeing him perform every day. Like, or, you know, give us one of our, we like Joe Hero. Yeah. Now, like, if they would come through yeah, here every yeah, month. Explain to everybody who Joe Hero is. <clears throat> so, Joe Hero is based out of Fuquay. I want to say Fuquay, Raleigh area, area out of East North Carolina. They only come to Greensboro every once in a while. But they're, they consider themselves an 80 covers band, but also a 80s, 90s cover band. But a Nirvana cover band, yeah. So, or not Nirvana. I'm sorry, Foo Fighters. Fighters. Yeah. Um, but they do play some Nirvana, also. right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is, if those guys would come here every month, and one would pass away or leave, let's say the the best thing, other than death, they would leave the band, right, and go become another. I would miss them. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah, because they're great. When are they coming back? Uh, January seventh, I believe. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're playing at the, the the Rock House in Greensboro. Yeah, and it's these guys put on an amazing show. Amazing show. We checked them out earlier this year. Uh, yeah, and they put on a hell of a show. And, and the thing about it is, for those who have seen Foo Fighters, um, Dave and them, they just go 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 for three hours nonstop. Go 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 go. And these guys, they don't go three hours. I think they go an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. And they're the same way. They're just music, music, music. No stopping, no breaks. They just they just rock your face off. But my point being is, if one of them, if I would go see them every month and one would go on, uh, I would miss them. Sure. If that makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think, and I guess what I'm saying is, I think when, when a celebrity dies everybody's has has this pissing contest who's the bigger fan does that make sense i agree i agree with that and you know and and, and it's not just in the celebrity field too a lot of people are like that with personal death in life also. yeah in life 100 percent. i have this discussion with my sister um as well yeah yeah and, and it, you know we're not taking away from anything the tragedy of death by no means but yeah, it is a pissing contest. It, it is. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, if somebody would pass away, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mourn, I'm gonna mourn my way, but I don't feel like I need to show you how much I love them or or miss them more. Is what I guess. I guess this whole this whole celebrity thing has now turned into a life topic or death topic. But yeah, I think sometimes. And and what it is is selfishness. You're not res- oh, absolutely. you're not respecting the dead. You're trying to show somebody else up on how much you love them more, and how well you know them more. Yeah. And I think and I think I think that's sad. And uh, one of the greatest sayings I, I'm going to just add this that I heard from uh, when I was married 
my father-in-law at the time, he's like, if you weren't there when I'm alive, I don't want you there when I'm dead. I agree with that. I think. So, I, your question has gone. <laughs> this well, is us. I've, this got, is a, us. I've got a good tangent. Though. All right, all right. So, um, Byron and I, we've talked a lot about death and dying and shit, and he and I have both come up with a pact. Um, <laughs> we have this video of us going down the road one night, absolutely trashed. I wouldn't say the driver at the time wasn't trashed. No, the driver wasn't, but the passenger was. <laughs> I ain't going to say that. I was, but but I was we have, there's, there's two different videos. Yeah. There's one of me trashed riding. There's one of you trashed riding. And we're both singing into a bottle of Cabo going down the road. And, and, the, and the rule is... You show up at our wake. You show up at our wake. And whoever has passed, the other one that's still around, has to play that video there. Because... And? And lots. No. Lots. No. Uh, the, oh, Everybody's got to take a shot. Oh, yeah. We're, there's going to be a lot of tequila there. We're, I, I'm going to tell you right now, God forbid something happened to Byron before me. I'm going to get his whole funeral sponsored by a tequila organization. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it should be a celebration. Yeah, it's a I celebration mean, of life. Man. Now, that, when your friends pass away, that is sad. That is going to be missed. Right. That's what I'm trying to yep. say. That's going to miss. Um, going out, doing the stupid shit we do, like the other night, the hockey game, that was incredible. That would be missed. A big entertainer. That doesn't hasn't put anything out. I, I can't. I, there's a different word that needs to be used. But I'm saying, if I pass away, I want I want Jason Bateman movies going. I want Tom Segura and Bill Burr and, and I the want Tequila Chronicles will be playing. Yeah, I want. I want. We're gonna celebrate. I want life. It, what we're gonna do. I want you guys to laugh because we all know it's it's gonna end one day. For us, and yeah. to know that if people come to my funeral and they're like laughing and drinking a shot of tequila, that's gonna make me happy. I want people to, for my funeral, I want people to stand around and tell the dumb shit that I've done in the past. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I yeah. will have a a a a white whiteboard <laughs> with topics, <laughs> and then I'm gonna have like a like a a bingo ball uh, little thing, and then it's gonna be numbered, and then you spin it, and when they pull out the number, I'm gonna talk about your stupid shit. Oh God, there's there's stories upon stories upon stories upon stories. Yeah, I've lived my life as a I live my life honestly as you know what, fuck it, let's see what happens. And, man, sometimes I get great shit out of it. Sometimes it bites me in the ass. Yeah. But that's how you got to live. Well, I mean, I grew up playing by the rules, and people are probably like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was very, uh, I kept to myself. I was uh, kind of like my son. He was this funny story. My son was probably 9 or 10 years old, and we were moving again. And my ex-wife tells me the story that, Ethan is like in a cold sweat, like he's just sweating. He's nervous, and he's in. We're, she's in a liquor store, and yeah. we. Amanda doesn't drink liquor. She was there to get boxes for to pack us to, up, move, to yeah. move. They've got the best boxes. That, that's right. Everybody knows if you need a little box, you go to a liquor store. So Ethan like freaking the fuck out, and so finally, the ex-wife. Uh, uh, or his mom, I, I try to be respectful. His mom goes, "What's wrong?" He's like, "Don't I need to be twenty-one in here? I don't want to get arrested." And so, yeah, that's how I live my life. And then uh, when I got older, I don't know about seventeen, eighteen, I got stupid, started racing cars. But and then when I met you, went from brown liquor to this agave plant liquor. I got uh, a little bit. Well, I mean, you've seen it. You've yeah. seen it. You've seen me step out of my shell a little bit. But yet, I might look at people like, why are you trying to touch me? That shit's hilarious. To me, that's absolutely hilarious. Because there will literally be people that will walk up to want to give Byron a hug. And he'll take a half a step back. <laughs> and it makes them so uncomfortable. <laughs> it looks like somebody has just like said, hey, let me look at your tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's yeah. the impression... 
that I get from them. And I just kind of laugh at them. I really, really do. I, I know we try to be funny and shit like that, and this is being funny. But, I mean, I think most of my life has been very, you know, influenced by others getting what they want. And I'm just going to say this. I was in a relationship that if I would hug somebody just out of friendliness, you know, they would instantly do the, you know, the one eyebrow like, oh, oh who the fuck was that? Exactly. Yeah, like, who you sleeping with? And it's. And and I'm the type of person that, you know, the next person I might date, they wouldn't give a shit. But, yeah, I still carry that. And, and a lot of uh, my issues, I think, uh, on a negative end has been very influential. And I know what this this is what makes this is what made us. You know, I know we've put out over 15 episodes and we're trying to be entertaining. But this is what made us at bars where we start off about a musician that has affected the industry and we've come here to a life discussion our own yeah. life discussion and this is this is the kind of shit that happens when we sit around drinking i mean there's there's some nights that we're just balls to the wall crazy bullshit going on and there's other nights where we're like hey this is this is actually what's going on in my life this is what's going on in his life and we're having real time talk i mean yeah, you're not going to get the crazy, funny shit every time. You're not going to get the whole real deal shit every time. What you get is what you get. That's what you get when you go out to a bar with people that you actually like to be around. You're going to have real conversations and real discussions. And I want to add this. And I think this is the issue with bars and and how pe- people are today. is We're allowed to have our opinion. Absolutely. You, and I'm going to choose different colors so it doesn't seem like it's this. You might like the color red. Yeah. Like your hat. I might hate red. And you know what? One, as a human being, I have that right to dislike. Sure you do. Whatever subject it is. But I'm going to be respectful to you to tell you, you know, you might like red, but I don't like it. I, the problem with the world is me to try to convince you how bad red is. That's the problem with the world. And I think we live in the world where we need to agree to disagree, show each other's point of view. And I will tell you this, growing when I finally started acting a little bit more mature and listening to people, I realize I've missed out on a lot because something I might favor might not their their opinion red might actually be good for me you sure. know yeah. so i think that's the problem with sitting at bars and giving your opinion people want to fight that they're right and you know what it doesn't See, matter and that's that's one of the things that i think both of you and i agree on now yeah. is i don't give a shit if you're you're right you know what i respect your opinion and you know what i might be missing out on something yeah. here i mean this past year for me personally I've done a lot of shit I never thought I'd do before. I've gone places, seen things, done things, because I never thought about it. Did I like or dislike it? Maybe not so much, but I was constrained by things before that would limit my ability to go do these things. And it's opened my eyes up to a lot of shit. And I'm sure you feel the same way also. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing, you know, I said life in general, you're, you're allowed to like and dislike things, but living in America... We get a little bit more freedom to like and dislike. And I'm going to go down this road. Kaepernick. Loved the kid when he was in Nevada. When he went to Frisco, I was happy for him. And is he a good football player? I think he's above average. He's not one of the best. But I think the point that's being missed, and just to let you know, I have a kid... It's in the military, the Marines, the Navy. Um, you know, he got, you know, he got, uh, you know, kneeling for the American flag and all that shit, you know, but and over, you know, police brutality. But real military people will tell you the reason why they fight is to let him kneel. Have that right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's allowed, he's allowed to be somebody i do i follow him now no do i do 
do I agree with some of his points? No, but my kid fights for his right sure. to have that opinion. And and everybody knows. Well, if you don't, you you you're gonna learn real quick. I'm a huge 49ers fan. I do and, work with a handicap. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Byron's a Cowboys fan. So yeah. <laughs> We, we see totally different ends of the spectrum on this also. I like teams that win. He likes Cowboys. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But as far as Kaepernick goes, my personal opinion on him is when he came out to San Francisco, he was an excellent quarterback starting out. All right, first of all, I am a football fan. I am not a fan of your you politics got and to beliefs. Se- you got to separate sports from politics. Sure, absolutely. It's the same thing with actors, musicians, whatever. I like you because of what you do, because you're an entertainer. I don't like you, per se, because of your beliefs. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. You, you, Your opinion and my opinion may not coincide. Everybody's allowed to have their own opinion. I have entertainers that I do not agree with their beliefs, but they entertain me to make me happy and disconnect from reality. And I feel like I should, you know, if nobody liked Jason Bateman being a smartass, that's fine. That's fine. But he... missing out. Yeah. (laughs) That's my disconnect from, from uh, from stress and whatnot. And I think that's the thing is... That a lot of people just build up their stress and they're ready to just dump garbage on over a, a man kneeling during the anthem, you know. And you know what? That's his right. And I mean, and yeah. one of my favorite videos is um, it's a a um, Arabic Middle Eastern at a sandwich shop wanting something, and he's being disrespected by the worker. And there's a military, don't know what branch, he chews out the uh, person working at the shop that, hey, I fight for this guy to do this. Sure. And you need to respect him. And you know, Byron, what a lot of people don't understand is if if you step over that line and say, hey, I feel like I need to limit your rights for this. Okay, once you cross that line and you start limiting people's rights... It's like opening Pandora's box because oh, it there's, it's not going to stop. You're going you're going to lose that right, but or they're going to lose that right. But then down the road, you might lose your right. It all goes back to the hangman's poem. So if you don't know the hangman's, poem, I don't know this. The hangman's poem. I'm just going to sum it up real quick. Yeah. The hangman's poem basically boils down to there's a man getting hanged, and he's standing up there with the noose around his neck, and he's saying. Will nobody speak for me? Will nobody speak for me? And everybody's all quiet because nobody would speak for him and they hang the man. Right. Well, the next next time down the road, they put somebody else that was in the stand. Will nobody speak for me? Will nobody speak for me? They hang them also. You start taking away people's rights. Yeah. Eventually, you get Eventually... Um, it's going to get to you, and they're going to take away your rights. They're you won't get a word. Yeah. Hangman's poem, definitely. I think we're there life. now. Yeah, we are. I and think people don't understand it. I think we're there now, and you know, we're there now. That's all. That's. I know this is supposed to be drinking and fun, but I, I really feel invested in this one. This is a quality episode, man. Yeah. This is quality. So, I mean, yeah, uh, we have been drinking too. Well, we hadn't been drinking like we normally have. Yeah, well, we also had some pizza a little bit ago. Yeah, too. we soaked up some of that alcohol. But, but yeah, I mean, the the big thing is, you know, you might disagree with what I said. I guess I, I am I involved the conversation to this because you might disagree with me having entertainer died who hadn't done anything in 30 years, and people are like, oh, I'm going to miss you. You haven't. No, you're not. You're not because you're missing them because you're trying to be selfish to prove to somebody else that you like them more. And I guess I've evolved into the point of saying, I live in a world and in a country. I can speak speak this way. And I just, this selfishness, it just, it gets underneath my skin. And I think, I know at the 15 minute mark, we talk about what ticks us off. It's, I think... I mean, we're way past it, but it we just like live in a world where 
It's all about me, me, me. The selfishness, yeah. yeah. Self, selfishness, self-centeredness. Man, and it, it spreads across the board, man. You and I have talked about this either on air, we've talked about it off air also. The selfishness evolves. Not It's in every part of your life right now. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm in the dating scene now, and we've talked about how the dating apps and everything, it's just a, it's basically a chance to... As you said, let's see what's right around the corner. Let's see. The to me, it's like thing. a step. I get. I, I okay. This is step where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna stand on this step. Maybe some until something better comes along. I'm gonna continue to date this person and then continue to swipe to get the next one. Sure. And go now. Can, that's no. You you summed it up perfect. I yeah. mean, this this selfishness. Uh, it, it's uh, to me, it's a cancer. It is because what, and and it, it, I think something else that's parallel to this, and I, I know it's funny how I say that, is this idea that you're going to look for this perfect person. You know, I want this guy to or girl to be in this type of shape, have this type of mentality. Um, you know, smokes or don't smoke, but in life. I think what you do is you, you, it, there, I've always, there's a scale I do with, you know, Weaver. There's a scale, and, it, and I think we did it as uh, in elementary school. You have like a one to ten, okay? You got objects that are one or ten, and you put them in a certain order, okay? And what it does is how much does that carry weight? Does the ten, the number one spot, does it carry 90% of the weight? And the nine below it, does it divide 1% or the 1% carry 50? How much is important to you? So I am dating a girl. She smokes. I'm not, I'm not a smoker. So everybody's like, why are y'all together? You know what? She doesn't smell like a smoker. We go out last night, have a good time. That's something very minimum to me. Yeah. Some people, it's a big deal. And that's fine. That's your right. That's totally your right not to want to be with. But my example is, if you want this perfect person, you will die alone. And and I, I think the that. dating world is, is is that. It's is they're like, okay, I'm waiting for, you know, I'm on this step. Okay, if I go one more to that step... And there's actually a joke for women, and I can't remember. It's based on different levels of men. <laughs> and uh, when you go to the next step, you might gain a quality you like, but there's a quality you lose, and it makes them unhappy. Sure. And that's the same thing with perfection. You're not going to have that perfect person. But what is it that you can live with? Pick your battle, so to speak. Pick, pick your, what you're willing to put up with. I agree with that. I agree with that. And it's, you know, it's a crazy world out there in, in the dating world. It's, it's, man, I have met some interesting, interesting women out there. Well, I was there a couple of years ago. You were, man. And yeah. you told me when I, when I got divorced, <laughs> you, and I said, man, what do you think about going on these dating apps? You told me, he's like, man, you better hang on. You better hang on. <laughs> Yeah, because and you was right. It's well, crazy out there. And, and I'm going to say this, and 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 it's being respectful because I'm guilty of it, and I'm going to tell you you are too. Um, it, the, there are, we're all wanting to test the waters, and when you're fresh out of uh, a relationship, and especially when it's like in your case over 20 years, things have changed. I know a person that went to prison five years and the use of a debit card at a credit card machine uh, amazed them like when they went into prison oh yeah they didn't have that and then you're like what I can pay at the pump well that's and I mean can you imagine that with relationships you come out of a 20 year marriage 15 in my case and you get this shocker and everybody's shocked we're all we're all shocked that we're in this pool so yeah. you, can, you you are getting crazy so we're guilty of, you know, when I told you to hang on, you're like, fuck, I can hang on. I got, like, a grip like nobody else. And then when you're on, you're like, I can't fucking let go. 
It's crazy. I mean, God Almighty, I could go into the stories. Lord, I could go into the stories. But, you know, that's... <clears throat> That's probably a podcast for a single episode. Yeah. Time. Well, I mean, the thing too. I mean, shoot, we'll go. We'll go. I, yeah, you're right. We should. I think the 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 big thing is, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people don't like me because I'm honest. I don't sugarcoat it. Just like you are listening to me today. Um, I think I think people give this image that they want to. Hey, I look this way, I talk this way, and then after six months, you find out they're nothing like the first swipe. And that's why I was telling you to hang on, because you're going to go through the ups and downs. And and I don't really think you get to really know somebody until you're six months. And then if you And if you're like in a dating world where you're dating three or four women or whatever your your choice is, your person, three or four different people at the time... You're not really concentrating on one, and, and 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 your goals might be different. Like when when you came come out, you just wanted a day, get to know people. When I come out, I was looking for the home run. I was looking for yeah. the person, and um, and so so you kind of got to deal with that. There's all types of factors. Oh, there really is, and and that's you know you brought up the honesty point. I'm I'm a very honest person. I don't I don't. I don't believe in lying because all that does is just dig a hole and it's just it's just a pain in the ass. So Mark Twain has a saying before you can and yeah, I am the big I like to interrupt you because I can't remember shit. I don't Uh, give a shit. Mark Twain Mark Twain has a saying if you always tell the truth you will not have to remember anything. That's kind of like my saying I live with in life is if you expect to be disappointed, you'll never be disappointed. That's right. Uh, but you, you will never have to remember a lie. That's exactly right. So anyways, so, you, and your, you know, we, we've talked about this, and I think you actually told me this one time. You said, you know, everybody wants honesty until you give them blunt honesty, and that's not what they want at all. And it may have been you, may not have been yeah, you. Yeah, it's me because to me, honesty is like a punch in the face. It is a punch it's, in the face. It's what you you want, the truth, but when it slaps you in the face, us as humans get get defensive and yeah. we get heartbroken that we messed up. Well, guess what? It, we as humans are allowed to do that. Yeah, everybody we messes as, up. Where you need to go, okay, okay, I don't... He doesn't, so Byron, you should say, Byron doesn't like my color red, so maybe I shouldn't wear red around him. So he won't be upset or whatever the case might be. But at the same time, you're allowed to wear red. It's your feelings. Yeah. And that's that's honesty. It's it's a slap in the face sometimes that people, it's, it's a punch in the face that people don't like. It is. And, you know, and I think the world as a whole has gotten so used to everything getting sugar-coated to them as it's given, as it's delivered to yeah. them. And when you give them just brute honesty, they're not ready for it, yeah. not at all. And and you know if I've, hey, if I've stepped on people's toes because I've been honest to you, you know your other your other options a lie. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna slap you in the face with honesty. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, but you know it is what it is. So so here's the here's the thing I deal with with my honesty, is. Um, when I know it might hurt your feelings with you, it's different, but yeah. certain people. So that's the thing in life is each in life. You, we all know that we had, for example, we have, you only had one kid. Mm-hmm. I had two with one kid. I could be this way, hard, a little hard yeah. and that kid would respond. But if I res- treated this other kid the, the same way, uh, that one wouldn't respond. And I had to, do something different and that's the thing with me is when I know it might hurt somebody's feelings where some people know that I'm going to hurt their feelings because I tell them the truth but if I don't tell you something and you get mad it's because I know you're going to be upset and you're going to blame me right and 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 I walk this slippery slope of trying to be a good person and honest and how it affects me and I want to be that person but when you avoid certain people so you don't have to tell them the truth because you know the response that you're going to get. 
if that makes sense. Yes. I mean, I it think makes perfect sense. And like I said, we started out with what entertainer is <laughs> no longer. I mean, this is where we're at. Yeah, <laughs> things have a tendency to to regress, digress, whatever the case may be. But you know, you get what you get with us. You truly do, and. You know, there's there like us like I told you earlier. There's going to be podcasts. It's going to be super funny. There's going to be some that are going to be serious. And apparently, this one went down the serious road. I got one that's coming out. That's going to be dark. It's going to be like. Oh, you want to save it for Christmas Day? No. <laughs> I, it's not funny, but I will tell you something. Um, I I was big in the history growing up, and and I went, and I'll never forget. It was. Uh, um, I say I, know, I won't ever forget. I want to say it was Christmas of 1993, the Malcolm X movie come out. Mm-hmm. I went to go see it, yeah. and I saw it, and I was just so... De- and it was around Christmas time. I was just so devastated by what I watched. Yeah. And how how easy it is for us as human beings, and just in today's, to just take a life or disagree over just whatever, that Christmas sucked. Yeah. I was really deep, 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 like, that's sad. It affected my Christmas. Yeah, I understand that, dude. This is, to me, this is going to be my first Christmas alone. And... Yeah, it's... It's... And I'm kind of feeling a little bit right now, but you know what? But I, I told you it would. You did, but you know what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to focus... Focus on my daughter. Focus on her fiance. Stay my, busy. My nieces and, and my nephew. And I mean, for heaven's sake, I went out and got a Santa Claus costume. So Which I, he looks really good in. I'm going to go visit my nephew on Christmas Eve and give him a Christmas present because I think that's just going to be like the coolest thing in the whole world. So, yeah, you. I, I, I try to focus on the positive. I've, I've been all over the spectrum of emotions in my past and... I've dealt with a lot of shit, as as Byron has also. So yeah, I focus on the positive. I stay busy. I, I just keep pushing through. I think I think mentally, and I told you this during the summer when you're getting go through what you're going to go through is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. And people that are listening that are going through divorce or a death or an illness or just the fact that it's darker early. It's winter, it's cold, it's just that time of season. You're not alone. The the thing I told you, and and I think you remembered it, is that once you learn that your mind is going to go there and you accept that it's there, you know it's 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 going to end. In yeah, and and a lot of the things that you always well, you can tolerate it more because you know what's coming. You know there, yeah, yeah. You know there's 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 a rough road ahead of you, and you're a little more prepared. It's like stocking up for a bad snowstorm, right? And and it's like starting a new job. You do something that's different. You're not sure. You look over at your coworker and you're like, is this normal? And they go, yeah. You you like, oh okay. So you yeah. keep going, and and. And I think that's the biggest thing is that a lot of people are like, storms only last so long. That's right. But guess what? There's The weather system doesn't stop. There's going to be storm after storm after storm, but there will be days, nice sunshiny days too. And that's what I think gets missed in mental um, health is, yeah, you'll get through the storm, but prepared. After these 10 days of sunshine, you're going to have a tornado. You're going to have another storm. And being, like you said, preparing for a snowstorm or having a tornado um, basement type thing, as long as you're prepared, you'll you'll get through it. Well, I feel like, and this is this is just my personal opinion, and this is what's worked for me. I focus on the the things that mean a lot to me, and I focus on them, and I give them more attention than I normally would. Back to that scale of importance. Exactly. Back to that scale of importance. You focus on the things that are important to you, and you put more effort into that, and you'll ride it out. You will. But but you know I'm just I'm I'm speaking from the heart here. If if you feel like you need to talk to someone, find someone to talk to. Hell, if you want to talk to us, 
yeah. hit us up. I mean, uh, we will be more than happy to talk to you. Yeah. I mean, we don't have all the answers, but we've got some experience and some bullshit. We so, really do. So I cover this, and the, the one that I'm going to do, like I call, it's a dark episode. But some, and, and for those that don't know, I, I've had all this mental health issue, um, self-harm three times. Um, and I have a friend that calls me every once in a while. You don't have to have the answers. Sometimes just listening and that person that's dealing with something, when you get it out, just like when you doodle or you write it out, you're getting it out, what yeah. you're doing. Just like funny. Here's our funny thing. Like when you're throwing up after drinking Friday night, you're getting the toxics out, right? You didn't need anybody to come tell you why you're there, right? No, I knew why. I but was that there, toilet yeah. was there listening, wasn't it? It was. And it heard every bit of it. <laughs> in a very comical way. That's exactly how this works. That, I, Like I said, I got a buddy that he'll call. And he's like, man, I don't know what I'm thinking. And he sits there and he talks to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this, that. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Sometimes it's just, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. And he's like, you know what? I don't feel like I should have even call, called you because I've answered my own question. But sometimes that's all we need. Sometimes you you have to verbally work your problems out just, just, just outside of your own head. It has mm-hmm. to physically come out of your body. And you'll figure it out sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you need the people to walk you through it. I mean, it just depends on the person. It depends on the problem. It depends on a lot of things. I, I have a journal. It doesn't talk about being abusive, like killing somebody or knocking them out. But if you would read that book, it is, that my journal, it is fucking scary. And you know what it was? I just, I, I, in the very first part of the journal, it says, forgive my grammar but I'm just letting it write. And you just write it out. And you can like, that motherfucker this ass and kiss my whatever and to the point of I'm really sad because of this. But you know what? I felt better. And sometimes we need it. it. So like Jason says, some hit us up on Messenger, hit us up on our email. Yeah. Um, I'll if, listen. If, if you want to give us a call, shoot us an email. I'll give you my phone number. I'm sure Byron will give you his. Um, as long as you don't hug him, I'm sure it'll be all right. Um, uh, you know, that's, you know, there's, <laughs> you know, I, I will tell you what, I will hug people if it, if, if they stick around, if that's what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, for them to stick around, I'll hug you. It, I mean, and I give bear hugs too, just to let you know when I do. So, um. We're going to take his word for it because I personally have never seen that. So there you well, go. Well, I mean, we. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can share on what my sister told you the other night about hugs. Yeah, so we're talking to his sister the other night. If you, in case y'all didn't catch it on the podcast, we'll I do want to let me interrupt because I wanted to look, be sure I had the number right. There's a helpline now. You just on a cell phone dial nine eight eight, just like nine one one nine eight eight. You have a issue. And what is that number for? Like if you're really worried or thinking about self harm, you just give them a call. Yeah, this time of year is tough for a lot of people, and and um, I think they even text too. So I'm looking it up, but anyways, go ahead. My hug and my sister. So Byron's sister was graduating from from high school, and she went over to give him a hug. Because he was a highly influential person to to her, and in her graduation. No, that was the flower. I was going to get some oh, type the of rose. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, but that that still coincides with being hugged. But go ahead. So yeah, she walks over to give him a rose, and he he asked her if he needs to step to the side so <laughs> she can give it to somebody else. And I think you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. She looked at you and said, "No, no this is for, for you." you. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 my sister told him told him that I she doesn't remember me a hug ever hugging her. Wow, that's yeah. crazy, man. So the the there are a few people that gets hugged. So, um, but anyways, that's just a weird thing on me. Uh, it's not an OCD, but anyways, uh, yeah, nine eight eight. If you don't want to talk to us and want somebody else, I think you can text too. I don't. With that number, I'm not sure. 
So, but anyways, we're always here. We'll, you know, the thing is what I've told people in the past, I might not have the answers, but I'll get, I have the resources to get you your answer. And if I can't get you the answers and I can't get you the resources, I can get you to somebody that can. Yeah. We, we're, we're always here to help out any way we can. Well, I, so to answer your question, entertainment wise, people. I think that in general. I think I, I think that's a great I think that's a great great answer. People, yeah, I agree. With that. Talking about a, uh, talk about a long winded answer. <laughs> I know I should have stopped you by halfway. saying, Byron, can you give me the cliff note version? <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty passionate about this. So. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it, and I, and I am too. I mean, it's we we both have very personal issues that we're both both very passionate about and you folks will hear more about that on down the road but um you know i think uh i think we're coming up on a spot where we can go ahead and um put a bow on this one don't you think yeah yeah so we want to give a shout out to uh anchor podcasts for having us out there we want to give a shout out to itunes I want to give a shout out to Spotify. Thank you all for having us on your platforms. We appreciate you. But most of all, we want to thank the fans and our listeners who listen to us. And uh, we appreciate you all. We yeah. love you all. Yeah, I was at a concert last night, and that's exactly what they said. They, If it wasn't for fans, they wouldn't be where they are. So. That's exactly right. And I think sometimes maybe that's it. Maybe... The entertainers that respect their fans are the ones that we miss. Yeah, I agree with that. And you know what pisses me off is the ones that don't. That think they should be there anyway. Yeah, it's it's your privilege to go see them where, where actually it's, you know, it's their privilege to perform for the fans because mm-hmm. without the fans, they're... That's right. Yeah, they're a garage band. And if you speak of that experience with somebody, they might it might influence them not to like that person as well. So. Sure. Yeah, a good experience. And you know, no, I'm getting off getting off topic, but we really, really haven't had a direction tonight. But, Do, have uh, we had any direction in any of our nearly sixteen, eighteen uh, episodes? No, we haven't. But you know, when we went to go see Holly Suspect. Yeah. I had never even listened to any of their music before we went. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? It's something different. It's something new. It's rock. I've never done it's it. It's live music. And I went to go see them and absolutely had one of the best times of my entire life at that show. Found a band that I actually enjoyed listening to. Their songs are great. The show was phenomenal. I thought it was fantastic. The crowd interaction was great. Truly, truly a fan appreciative band. Yeah, they they like the the small venue, and as you've seen, you if you are a friend of Jason's, he jumped into the crowd, and Jason was right there. Ah, uh, yeah, I was less than a foot from him. It was great. It was good, and that and that that weighs real heavy on me. As far and that as fans and the go. thing about Johnny too, if you go on his Instagram or Facebook, he'll respond to a lot of. Uh, emails or uh, the drummer did the first year I seen seen him uh, the drummer uh, I recorded him getting crowd surf you know him crowd surfing and I just sent it to him yeah and uh, he responded thanks for the video that's so, awesome so man. that's cool so yeah. yeah they they will respond I think one time Johnny bought a pair of shoes that didn't fit him so he he told somebody that if they would hit him up and do this. He'll sign them and send them to them. I think it was a pair of Crocs, but still, that's, that's cool. That's cool, though, man. So, all right. We're long-winded today, so we're wrapping up our I'm a 54 minutes. We're out on this one. Yep, we're done, folks. So, have a good one. Next week. Audi 5000. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs>